Good morning, survivors, and welcome to day 458 of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew. Yesterday after the broadcast, Dr. Clark and I headed out to visit my old house. The walk out there is about 10 miles, so it was a full day's journey there and back. It was actually pretty uneventful for most of the walk. We encountered a few zombies, but no major hordes or anything. The ones we did encounter were either put down or just avoided. When we were within a couple miles of the house, we met someone that I know. A guy that I knew from school was out on a scavenging run. It, it's always weird to encounter living people. You never know if they're going to be friendly or not. It was actually pretty cool to see someone that I knew and have them be alive instead of being a zombie. His name's Terry. He's living with his family in their house. They've managed to fortify it against the zombies and keep everyone in his family safe and alive. While we were chatting, he mentioned how lucky he is to have everyone, despite some close calls they had in the beginning. I told Terry about the broadcast, which he didn't know about. They are definitely within our broadcast range, so I hope they're able to listen. He said they had a radio and batteries. If you're listening, Terry and family, it was good to see you. Greetings to all five of you. So we made it to my old house in a few hours. It was weird walking in. When I reached out to open the front door, I had a second where I wasn't sure if it would be locked or not. I couldn't remember if I had left it unlocked when I went back last January. It didn't feel that long. Time really flies sometimes. My family kept the front door unlocked when people were home. I know that some people keep their doors locked all the time, whether people are home or not, but we didn't. If someone was in the house, we would keep the front door unlocked. I remember running in and out of the house a lot as a kid, playing outside, running through the kitchen with my friends, uh, because the shortest distance between the front yard and the backyard was through the house. Doors were just unlocked like that in my childhood. But when no one was home, we would lock up. We didn't have an alarm system, but we did lock the doors. But even when I left last time, I didn't lock it behind me. I'm not even sure why. Going back this time was different than last time. I was filled with dread and nervous anticipation or trepidation last time because I didn't know what I was going to find. And I was scared to find out. This time was more like excitement. I wanted to show Dr. Clark my house, show her where I used to live. It strangely feels like my old house, as in where I used to live, because I don't live there anymore. I live here in the station. That used to be my home, but this is my home now. It's like when you were in high school and you went back to visit your old elementary school. It's still your school, but it's your old school. Something that used to be a huge part of your daily life that isn't anymore. And this time I was seeing it with different eyes. Last time I was looking for any signs to tell me if my family was alive or dead. I was hyper aware of anything that might be out of place and dreading seeing a scene of horror with every room I walked into. But as you may remember last time, I determined that they had gotten out alive. Clothes and suitcases were gone. They had clearly packed. This time, I was noticing things that made my family unique. 
living there. Things like an inspirational quote tucked into the edge of the bathroom mirror, magnets and things on the front of the fridge, the photos that adorn the walls, the magazines out on the coffee table, and the assortment of shoes by the back door. These are all very normal things, but still things that made my family unique because they were our things. While everyone has magnets and stuff on their fridge, no one else has the same ones we had on ours. There was this magnet of a horse that I got when we went to Montana at that time. A lot of people have a pile of shoes by the back door, but no one else had the same floral print Crocs that my mom wore when she worked in the garden. My dad's worn-out flip-flops and Milo's Chico's and my running shoes, which I brought back, by the way. I loved those shoes. I must have been talking nonstop while we were there, trying to tell Dr. Clark about all the memories I have in that house, about sitting on the front porch to watch lightning during thunderstorms, the stained spot on the living room carpet with a standing vase over it, where I once spilled red candle wax at Christmas, the umbrella stand that we inherited from my great-great-grandparents. On and on, I have so many memories in that house. And I wanted to tell Dr. Clark about as much as I could while we were there for no other reason than that I wanted to relive it all myself. It was really good to visit my old house. We brought back some photo albums, a few books I wanted to pick up, and some of my clothes. Like I said before, there really aren't a whole lot of things that I really needed to bring back with me. So we had a successful trip. I'll be going through those photo albums on the broadcast with Max and Dr. Clark and telling stories from my childhood. So you have that to look forward to, listeners. Until tomorrow, take care of each other.